Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of In Bloom Podcast. My name is Abby Aslan and I'm the host of this podcast and I'm really excited for this week's episode because it's one of those episodes that started out as a random thought I had while I was eating dinner the other night and I immediately whipped out my phone, pulled up Notion and just started jotting down my thoughts and it wasn't really much. It was really just, you know, probably two paragraphs worth of thoughts on something and then I sort of just tweaked things a little bit and added some things in and it sort of just happened to end up accidentally becoming something that I think is going to be so helpful for myself and for so many of you all. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And this is something that I have been struggling with a lot recently, something I've struggled with my whole life. Um, I will say that I haven't struggled with it I'd say in more recent years I really got to a place where I didn't struggle with this much in college at all and even a little bit in my first year of postgrad but I've noticed now that I am sort of used to the postgrad life and growing into my own self and just learning more about myself and realizing things that I'm unhappy with in my own life and that sort of thing I've noticed it slowly start creeping in and that's kind of how this specific thing that I'm talking about today works. It tends to get you when you're down and, you know, chew you up and spit you out when you're down and when you're good, it doesn't really bother you as much, but when you're vulnerable, it's going to take advantage of that and we're going to be talking about comparison and this is something that ever since I've had any sort of presence, community, whatever you want to call it on social media, I always get questions when I do Q&As and I maybe not as much recently but definitely when I'll say I was in college I would get so many questions and I still do from time to time now how do you deal with comparing yourself to other people how do you deal with comparison and everybody is always struggling with that at some point or another and it's one of those things that it truly is cyclical through our different phases of life because there's going to be phases of life where We're feeling really great across the board in a lot of areas in life, and because of that, we don't really have room in our mind to search outwards to start comparing ourselves to other people. But then, you know, you have times where you're not feeling as great, and that's when you're vulnerable and you start looking externally to compare yourself to sort of make up for the way you're feeling and not feeling good in that area. So we're going to be talking about how three questions to ask yourself to sort of ground yourself when it comes to comparison especially in regard to social media and I'm going to share those three questions with you all just for a baseline sort of and I'm also going to share the one thing that I am doing actively in my life now in an effort to just kill comparison and stop comparing myself to other people and especially other people I don't know on social media and that kind of thing. So I think that this episode will be really, really helpful. And I truly have, you know, good, tangible things that you can 
keep in your pocket for another day when you need them. So I hope you all listen to this whole episode and enjoy it. But before we get into the actual episode, I wanted to start out with a quote for this week. And this quote comes from Pinterest and it says, if you inherently long for something, become it first. If you want gardens, become the gardener. If you want love, embody love. If you want mental stimulation, change the conversation. If you want peace, exude calmness. If you want to fill your world with artists, begin to paint. If you want to be valued, respect your own time. If you want to live ecstatically, find the ecstasy within yourself. This is how to draw it in day by day, inch by inch. This quote is so perfect for this week's episode. And I actually, this was the last thing I needed to do before I could record this episode. I was trying to find a good quote for this week because in the back of my mind, I thought, okay, I can definitely find a good quote for this week's episode because there's so many quotes out there about comparison. But I was looking and everything was just so cheesy or things that you've heard before and that kind of thing. And then finally, I gave up on looking for comparison specific quotes and the second I opened up my actual homepage on Pinterest and I was just scrolling trying to find some other inspiration lo and behold a quote that was basically exactly what I was looking for just pops up and I was like perfect and it took maybe five minutes so this quote was so perfect because the it really ties into something I'll talk about later in the episode so I'm not really gonna sit here and dissect the quote for you all but this is this quote embodies the era I am trying to I don't want to say trying to I just want to go ahead and claim that I am actively stepping into this era of my life where I am embodying the very things that I want and that I desire in my life and just because you know why wait on it to fall in your lap when you could just you know create it yourself and maybe you don't know how you're going to create it yourself that's okay act like you already you know if you desire it just go ahead and embody it act like you already have it like whatever that means for you and you know for me I think a big thing is peace and calmness and like the quote said wanting your time to be valued all of those things I really strongly desire inner peace and I desire a calm life and I want my I want to be valued and that's those are just core core desires of mine and I am lacking a lot of those things because of the way my lifestyle is and you know I can sit here and just complain that my lifestyle isn't that way and me doing that is sort of just me accepting that I don't have it right now and I find that when I get that way I tend to just expect that it's just going to fall in my lap at some point if I just keep taking things day by day and don't do anything myself about it you know what I mean I think that when we get to a point where we're just so fed up with the way something is we just don't have the energy to try and change things because you're just so beat down and in those situations that's when I find myself just saying you know what I think I subconsciously believe that if I just keep doing what I'm doing day by day and don't make a change, it'll eventually come to me. But that's literally just not how things work. And I find that that is sort of a safety like mechanism for me. I feel that that thought pattern keeps me safe in a way because if I tell myself, oh, I can just keep doing what I'm doing and then, you know, one day everything that I am struggling with will be resolved and will just fall on my lap right away. And that's just not how things work. 
Um, but I really want to just become somebody who is if I'm longing for something I'm going to embrace it and become it first and I know that that might sound a little delusional but that plays into the whole idea of it you know I I'm sure you all have seen the videos where people are just encouraging you to be delusional and as somebody who's very risk averse it's hard to be delusional in a lot of ways because you just want to always do the most conservative and safe thing but I think embracing delusional like just mindsets in terms of you know wanting things is helpful in ways because you know why not just be like okay I don't feel I have this right now but let me just do everything I can to make myself feel like I do Um, so I kind of just want to step into an era of life that embodies everything that that quote basically says So that's my quote for this week, and I'll tie more of it into another part of the episode later. My goal for this week is to, I'm going to go ahead and say it's either for this week or next week, but because I don't know if it'll actually be able to happen this week. My goal is to order the linens for our wedding, like rent them or whatever. I, this is the one thing I've been slacking so hard on, but it's because I haven't gotten my floor pan for the um, wedding finalized yet. So I just didn't really know how many of what I needed. And I really want to go ahead and get them ordered because I feel like it's the last big thing I need to take care of. And then it'll be, you know, just the nitty gritty details that we have to work through, which is probably going to be just as exhausting. But we're about six months out and I feel like you're not supposed to, you know, wait this long to reserve linens. So I am a little bit stressed about that, but hopefully everything will be fine. And um, I just want to make that my goal, but I can finally hopefully do it after this week because I'm meeting with my day of coordinator to get the floor plan together. And I was just expecting her to just reach out to me and say, oh, time to make your floor plan, whatever. But I finally just emailed her and I was like, hey, I'm trying to kind of figure out what I need for linens and florals and decor and at least at the very minimum, you know, get a cost estimate of what all that's going to end up being. But I definitely can't really do it without the floor plan. So is there anything I need to do in order to get that started, whatever? And then she was like, oh, yeah, let's put a meeting on the calendar for it. And I'm like, oh, well, there we go. I just needed to reach out. So, I, yeah, um, I'm glad that that is hopefully going to be taken care of soon because it's definitely been sitting in the back of my mind and ca- causing me some stress. And my gratitude this week, I am really thankful for some event opportunities I've had recently just for with being like a content creator in Houston I have had so many cool opportunities recently um just kind of come up and they've been really really cool um I got to go to a Francesca's event and bring my best friend Savannah here in Houston and it was so fun and I actually met somebody that worked for Francesca's but I in my head I was just telling myself she looks so familiar I swear I know her from somewhere And then later on in the night, I ended up asking her her name and I found out she also went to Alabama, but, and I didn't know her at Alabama, but I knew her boyfriend and I've known, I've followed him on Instagram since probably my junior year of college because we had finance classes together and we're in like a group project and they've been dating for a very long time. So I've seen her face on my Instagram over the years when he's posted and that's why she looked familiar to me and it was just cool and like just a small world moment 
And I wish she, like, lived in Dallas because I, like, definitely would have tried to hang out with her or something at some point. Um, But she does not live in Houston. But I still got to meet her, which was cool. And it was just a really cool event because um, I always loved getting my, you know, like, graduation – not graduation, award ceremony for honor roll and stuff – dresses and birthday outfits and things like that from Francesca's when I was in high school and it was such a full circle moment to go to an event for them and it was just like a really fun event at the Rustic if you've ever been to the Rustic um, anywhere in Texas and then I got to go to a early screening of the Flash movie with my fiance which was so fun and my fiance actually watched the CW Flash series when we were juniors in college he was watching that I believe which it's not related to, I mean, it's not, it doesn't tie into the Flash movie at all, but it's still the Flash. So I just thought that was kind of like a full circle moment too. And I'm hopefully going to have an exciting event next week. That's kind of my, my second event with the brand, which is cool and exciting. So I've had a lot of cool things come up and I've, I'm just want to express gratitude for them because I am very thankful for them. And they've been little things that have helped me sort of just do things during the week instead of living life on autopilot and doing little things like that are ways that I feel like I can help myself feel like I'm actually living and not just existing and living on autopilot throughout the week but with that being said you don't have to be going to these types of events and everything in order to make make it feel like you're you know truly experiencing and living your life you can literally just go to a bookstore and browse around you can go get a coffee you can go pick up your favorite takeout food you can go sit in a park and read a book there are so many things you can do um, but I am definitely thankful for the event opportunities because I find that I'm somebody if I don't have something like that going on I'm just going to be a recluse in my home and I almost need people to just you know quite literally slam things on my schedule and basically say you have to be here in order for me to go somewhere you know what I mean so I am thankful for that. And I also just wanted to quickly say thank you all for the support on last week's episode. I had a lot of you all just reach out and say that, you know, you've been struggling with similar things and um, I am doing a little bit better. I will say I was really just not in a good space at all when I was recording that episode last week. And to be completely honest, I did debate just skipping last week, at like just not doing an episode because I was feeling so just negative and down. And I didn't want to put that energy out there, but I also don't want to be somebody that just fabricates their content to be only the good. And I definitely don't do that. I'd say I lean more on the negative side of anything, which I don't like, but that's the phase of life I'm in right now. So I'd say as of lately, I probably lean more on the negative side of things, um, especially on YouTube and that kind of thing. I'd say Instagram's probably a little bit more positive and the podcast has a good balance. I'd say it's pretty neutral, honestly, but I really just debated not even putting anything out there. But like I said, I just don't want to ever fabricate things just because, you know, they aren't positive, happy, and whatever. I know that the things I struggle with are things that you all also struggle with. So I want to share those so that hopefully you all can feel less alone. So I appreciate all of the Um, feedback and messages and everything regarding that but I'm doing definitely doing a little bit better now I think that I just had this really long mental and emotional hangover after vacation and I'm kind of getting back into the swing of things now but man I was just I was not doing well and I 
was anticipating struggling with that when I got back, but I was only anticipating it lasting, you know, maybe two days of just me feeling like I'm kind of in a funk and getting back to my normal, but it lasted a lot longer than I anticipated, and it was really hard to get through, and I'm still kind of struggling with it in a way, but we're, we're getting back to normal, so it's okay, but let's go ahead and get into the episode and talk about comparison. Comparison is icky. It is so bad because it turns things that aren't competitive into basically a one-sided competition, which can be harmful to the relationship you have with the person you're stuck comparing to. However, so many of us nowadays don't really struggle with comparison when it comes to the people in our lives, I find. A lot of the comparison that I'd say most people struggle with nowadays is comparing yourself to people who you don't even know in real life because you're comparing yourself to people on social media and that thought alone is just it's a crazy thought to digest because I remember being younger and when we would I I struggled a lot with comparison I remember when I was in high school I really really struggled with it and it's just because I had an extremely low self-esteem when I was in high school so I was constantly comparing myself to people and it was always just digging me further down and making my self-esteem even worse and it's crazy to think that that's how I used to get stuck in comparison cycles whereas now I never find myself comparing myself to the people in my life the only times I catch myself comparing myself to others is when I'm comparing myself to people on social media And I'm sure that's probably the case for most of you all listening, unless you just happen to, you know, maybe have a one-off instance in your life that you're dealing with where you're comparing yourself to someone else. And this episode is certainly applicable for both scenarios, whether, you know, you're dealing with comparison with people in your own life or you're dealing with the parasocial relationship of the whole comparison to people you don't even know on social media type of thing. And either way, this episode should be helpful. I will say some of the questions later on are more geared towards people on social media, but you can definitely tweak them to be geared toward the people in your life as well. But with all that being said, maybe you don't care about any of these things and maybe you don't feel that you're affected by the perception or idea of other people perceiving you on social media. And if that's you, then great. But I think we can all admit we've either gone through a time in our life where we feel as though we are subconsciously making a lot of decisions that affect our everyday life in an effort to appear a certain way on social media or make us feel better about ourselves or fill some other void. And I also want to note that there is absolutely nothing wrong with doing any of the things that I'm going to be mentioning because I am literally guilty of doing all of them often. This is more so to help you crawl out of your body and brain in a way and just take a glimpse from the outside of how we inadvertently let social media and comparison in general control our brains and our behaviors and our decisions and hopefully it can provide you with some perspective so that you can crawl right back on into your body, refresh and aware of the tendencies that you have from comparison and hopefully be more authentic and true to yourself and you know give yourself the energy that you're giving to other people when you compare um going forward and I've personally struggled with comparison lately because I know I'm not happy with several things in my life and when I'm in a vulnerable state 
where I'm unhappy or discontent, it puts me in a position where I'm vulnerable to make myself feel worse when I get on social media because my first instinct is to compare in those areas that are lacking that feeling of satisfaction for me. And when it comes to comparison in social media, people either are going to bring themselves down because they don't feel good enough and they falsely believe that they aren't good enough, or they bring others down to try and make themselves feel better about their own shortcomings or insecurities, which is often what we see online with you know, internet trolls and that kind of thing. Or they are somebody that takes pride in believing that they are doing better than other people, but it's likely a false sense of pride because you know that's subjective doing better than someone else is subjective and like what are you measuring by you know but here's the thing people we see online don't owe anything to us i think a lot of the modern self-love and self-care movements have ultimately become a just a tad bit too self-centered in their philosophy of saying oh we don't owe anyone anything which sure is true to an extent but in my personal opinion we as humans should at the minimum owe kindness grace compassion etc to one another but when it comes to social media i often see people wishing super successful people or content creators had different lifestyles because they aren't relatable and i'm guilty of consuming content and having those thoughts too But in my opinion, while we do owe one another the basics of being a decent human being, nobody owes living a certain life to you. And the life that somebody else is living is ultimately up to that person living the life. Which brings me to my point. What is the point of comparison when it's one-sided and none of the comparison you're partaking in will change that person's life you're comparing yourself to? redirect and reinvest that thinking and time to yourself so stop thinking you wish you had you know a job as easy as someone else or stop thinking you made as much money as someone else because no amount of thinking those things is going to change the other person you are going to constantly find yourself comparing yourself to that person hoping that something's going to change and that you'll no longer be comparing yourself to that person but that's not gonna those thoughts aren't gonna stop until you get right with yourself because no amount of comparison is going to change that other person it's a you problem and it's a hard pill to swallow but you know allowing those thoughts to ruminate and cycle is only going to keep you in a lack mindset and you have to get right with yourself and change that lack mindset so you aren't affected by things that you can't change such as the lifestyle or the job or the money that someone else has. Nothing good comes out of comparison. And how could anything good come out of it when we're usually comparing our worst to someone else's best? And comparison usually turns into envy or jealousy when it ruminates, and it can become an obsessive habit if you aren't careful. And that is such a slippery slope. And Ultimately, I think that I really, my eyes really opened up when I realized, okay, I, if I don't get right with myself and, you know, try and just stop looking outward and if I don't try and solve this comparison problem on my own, I am going to sit here and keep doing the same thing, hoping that that other person 
just changes and I'm no longer going to be sitting there comparing myself to them. But that's not how it works. That's the same thing as like I was saying earlier, just waiting on something to fall in your lap and just hoping it happens. That's just not how things work. You have to do the work yourself to get to a place where you're no longer going to be comparing yourself to that person because as long as you're following that person on social media or as long as that person's in your life, you're always going to default to comparing yourself to them until you take the time to get right with yourself in a position where you aren't finding yourself turning to comparison as you know a default habit when you see that person's content or when you interact with that person. But my one tip that I want to share before I sort of get into the questions to ask yourself to sort of refresh your perspective and ground yourself when it comes to social media, I wanted to share my one tip for overcoming comparison. And this is something that ties to the quote that I was talking about earlier that I am truly just trying to embrace from this day going forward. I am declaring today, June whatever, June 15th, that I am doing this in an effort to stop comparing myself to other people so that I can be, you know, happy with what I do have instead of always looking at things from a lack perspective and never giving gratitude and never being happy with what is in my life because I'm always looking around me and looking what Uh, other people and taking note of what I don't have and from this day forward I am doing this one thing to help overcome comparison and I hope that you all can do it too and that is romanticizing your own life whether this is romanticizing your life on social media or romanticizing your life in private you need to do this in order to overcome comparison, especially the parts that you tend to find yourself constantly comparing yourself to others because that's where you feel you're lacking. And let go of the idea that your life has to look a certain way. You have to have a certain job or you need a certain amount of money or you need to live in a specific city or you need to have a friend group or you need to feel things are perfect to your standards in order to romanticize your own life and stop comparing. You don't have to wait for, it's not like there's a formula for to get yourself to stop comparing and to start embracing your own life and romanticizing your own life. I think we often feel like we have to wait until we achieve a certain thing or until we feel a certain way and then we tell ourselves, okay, now I'm going to start doing that. No, 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 no. Let go of that thought and just start doing it today. A lot of us don't realize that we limit ourselves in this way. And it's really just our self-doubt getting the best of us. You can start today exactly as you are, imperfect, lost, confused, unemployed, broken, whatever the case may be. You can start today romanticizing your own life and investing that time and energy normally spent comparing back into building your own life and celebrating the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. And romanticizing your own life, it's not about only paying mind to the good. A lot of people also think that when they think of romanticizing their life. They think that they need to be in a certain position, and then they think that they can only romanticize, you know, the shiny things, the good things. I personally think romanticizing your life is embracing everything with open arms and celebrating it because that is truly an act of self-acceptance. And 
what squashes comparison? Self-acceptance. Because when you fully accept yourself, you aren't going to be, you know, finding all those little voids in your own life and trying to fill them by comparing yourself to other people online. When you just accept yourself as you are, when you accept that, you know, you aren't happy in your own job and you're just doing your best with, you know, the job that you're working right now and you're romanticizing what you can about it and you're doing what you can to get to a place where you have a job you do love, you can just do that instead of looking at other people and comparing, you know, the people who love their job to yourself when you don't like yours. That's not self-acceptance really and I think that the truest form of self-acceptance is just embracing everything about your life and you know not trying to hide the messy or the complicated or the broken or the what you think to be ugly things you know you just have to romanticizing romanticize the living crap out of your own life and you will never find true contentment or happiness if your default is to compare yourself to someone else each time you want to do or achieve something or each time you actually do or achieve something and ultimately comparing yourself to people in your real life and on social media is inevitable and I really want this episode to sort of just be a mindset refresh for how each of us approach social media each time we open an app or each time we you know sort of deal with comparison when we are confronted with it in real life and I hope that this can sort of serve as a baseline to come back to so that you have questions to ask yourself anytime you feel like you're stuck in a loop of comparison because we're humans and we'll always fall into doing it but you just don't want to let it become a habit so the very first question to ask yourself is how many things do we care about simply because of the way people perceive them on social media Or you can ask yourself, if you don't really struggle with comparison on social media, how many things do we care about simply because of the way people perceive them? Or I guess I should say because of the way we think people perceive them. Because we don't actually know what people are thinking. And we like to think we know that. And that's not true. Would you care about your wardrobe or the brands you wear? Would you care about the way your home looks, the decorations in your home? Would you care about the aesthetics of every little thing to where it makes you feel like you're less than or you don't have as good of a life because the aesthetic of your life doesn't look a certain way? Um, Another example, weddings. Would you care about the way the florals look? Would you care about how picturesque everything is? if it wasn't because of the way you think people perceive it on social media. Ask yourself those questions because, or that question, and think of all the things in your life that, you know, you tend to force yourself into caring about just because you're subconsciously thinking about the way people may be perceiving them. And I know for me, I struggle a lot with this when it came to like brands and everything, in terms of clothing and wardrobe. I struggled with this a lot in high school, which I've talked about on the podcast before, where I felt like I needed to have certain brands of clothing in order to, you know, be someone worthy of hanging out with, which is just so sad to think about. But I I genuinely subconsciously believed that. And 
I can think of it in college even. I thought that in order to fit in and find friends in a place where I was feeling really lonely because I was in a state where I was super vulnerable and had low self-esteem, I was trying to compensate for that by, you know, trying to wear the brands that were popular and have all of the trending things because then I would be perceived or I thought that I would be perceived as someone worthy of befriending. And that's so sad to think about, but ultimately that was rooted in me comparing myself to people who had friend groups and people who looked like they had strong friendships and everything. And I was just looking to the wrong things ultimately. And I think that we get so caught up in caring about things that ultimately just don't matter at the end of the day because we're in the back of our minds thinking of how people may be perceiving them. And I know that we all struggle with this in a different way, but I've really been trying to ask myself this question a lot when it comes to wedding related things. So say I'm looking into doing something and I'll ask myself, Am I doing this because, you know, I truly want this or my fiance truly wants this? Or am I doing this because of the way it's, I think people may perceive it on social media? Or am I doing it because of the way I think my guests may perceive it? And I'm and if I say for a split second, like, yeah, this is kind of for the social media appeal or, yeah, this is kind of for the guest appeal, I'm just kind of like, okay, this doesn't, this isn't necessary then. I don't need to spend money on this. And I guess I should say, I should clarify with the guest thing. Of course, there's a lot of things we're doing, you know, for the guests to have a good time and for guests to appeal. But ultimately, in today's world with the wedding industry, there it's just overkill and overboard with things for social media appeal and for guest appeal. And there are so many things that are just sort of wasteful and unnecessary, in my opinion. And I'm really trying to weed as much of those type of things out and really just practice self-acceptance and the way of just thinking of it as our wedding not comparing it to anybody else's wedding that we've been to or that I've seen on social media and just thinking about what best serves us for our special day instead of thinking about how things will be perceived and the second question to ask yourself is how many things do we convince ourselves we care about because of social media when we don't actually care about them. And this one kind of ties into the first question in a way, but one of one example of this is the act of posting in and of itself on social media, such as maintaining a specific aesthetic or a theme on your Instagram. I know this is such a superficial example, but we often, I know at least as content creators, or an influencer, whatever you want to call it, there you can start to get kind of caught up in the way your you know feed looks or the way your aesthetic is. And I guess that all ties into your personal branding. And that's kind of why you pay mind to it because personal branding definitely is important to an extent with being a content creator. But, you know, I think that we see things trend online or we see that people start doing something and then when you see it gains a lot of traction it's sort of a validation thing so if you see that one person does something and it gets a lot of attention a lot of support and a lot of hype your first thought's going to be oh well that got this person a lot of support and validation so I am craving validation. What am I going to do? I'm going to try to do the same thing. And we convince ourselves we care about that thing when we really may not even care about it. And it's 
merely just from us comparing our content to someone else's. And that's sort of like a content creator type of example, so it may not be very helpful. But another example of this is buying into trends. Um, So if it's, you know, something that isn't authentic to you, say a certain style is trending and uh, you see so many people online or maybe in your real life are getting complimented on wearing a certain brand or a certain piece of clothing from a brand and you are, you know, feeling like, okay, I want to feel that same sort of support and validation when I'm out wearing the clothes I'm wearing. So you buy into a trend to sort of attempt to get that same sort of support. And it's not authentic to do that. It's really not an act of self-acceptance because, you know, you're compromising your authenticity for the sake of approval. And you're convincing yourself you care about, you know, that's basically saying I care about the way other people, you know, may or may not perceive me more than I care about embracing my authentic self and being my true self because you're trading that authenticity for approval. And I think that that's something that comparison always tends to lead to is trading your true self for approval of others because when you know you're not feeling confident about something and maybe it's your wardrobe for example you're going to start naturally comparing your wardrobe to other people's and you're going to look to that to sort of figure out on your own okay how how can i you know that person looks really confident in what they're wearing and if they're wearing this if i wear that that means i'm going to feel confident that's just not necessarily the case you just sort of have to figure it out for yourself in terms of what makes you you and what is authentic to you and another example of this is going out or going to parties or going to concerts even do you actually even care about doing any of those things or are you just do you feel like you just need to go to them or be a part of them just because of the way it will be perceived by other people? And I know for me personally, I want to do things and be in like large social settings because of the way it appears sometimes to other people. And then when I step back and ask myself, I'm like, okay, I'm not really a big group type of person. I'm definitely a bit of an introvert and I can be an extroverted introvert around the right people and around people that, you know, I feel I can fully be myself around. But for the most part, I'm an introvert and being in a large group setting just isn't my vibe unless it's, you know, I personally like going to concerts. So like that's something I can do. Um, But in terms of like going out and going to parties, it's just not necessarily my scene. I'll do it every now and then. But, you know, I... I don't want to be convincing myself that I care about it because of social media when it's not something I actually care about. And in order to be authentic and to, you know, stop being in a place where I'm comparing myself, I have to accept that instead of comparing myself to someone else because they went to a party last weekend and I didn't. And I'm inadvertently then convincing myself that I care about going out when I actually don't just because of comparing myself to someone on social media. And then the last question to ask yourself is how many things do we do just for a specific person to see it or just to elicit a certain response? And my first thought when I thought of this question to sort of ask yourself when you're you're finding yourself in a little trap of comparing yourself is when you're going through 
a breakup or just a drama in general, which this is totally not something that would happen to me or probably not to, I don't know, everybody handles social media differently. But I know in my personal life, this wouldn't happen if I was going through some sort of drama at 25 years old. Um, But going through a breakup or maybe a friend situation where you have drama with a friend or maybe even a family member where you're subtweeting them. And I know subtweeting was like such a big thing when I was in high school. And, you know, if somebody did you wrong, whether it was a friend or a significant other, whatever the case may be you would subtweet them and maybe sometimes it was like more passive in the term of it being a quote or song lyrics or something but then other times it would straight up just be you know basically verbally attacking well not verbally I guess you're online but attacking them without actually attacking them type of thing and all of that is you know all in an effort just for a specific person to see it and I think that, you know, we tend to, when we go on social media and even in our real lives, when we do certain things, it's like, are you doing it to try and prove something to someone in your life? Or are you doing it to try and prove something to the people who follow you? You know, what is your motive behind doing that thing or posting that thing? And I think that stopping and asking yourself that can really help with comparison because this question really makes you answer the why behind doing certain things or thinking certain things it may not be the actual act of posting something on social media or doing something maybe you're just having certain thoughts and for example maybe you see someone on instagram you know got something that they maybe they got a degree that you really wanted but you didn't go for because you doubted yourself and you just didn't think you could do it and then all of a sudden you're having all these thoughts where you're you know comparing yourself to that person and then you're trying to maybe you're trying to post things to prove that you couldn't do get that degree because of whatever reason maybe you're having thoughts about that you know you're sitting in your head thinking oh this person got that and that's what I wanted and but oh I couldn't do it for this reason whatever and you're just really trying to overcompensate and justify it basically and I think that that's why this question is helpful because when you know something we see something or somebody gets something that sort of triggers that insecurity of ours when we ask ourselves you know am I thinking this or am I doing this just for a certain you know response or just for a specific person to see it or just to prove something you can really get to a point where you're like okay this is rooted in comparison and it's not authentic to me because when you practice self-acceptance you don't really feel the need to justify anything and you just simply accept and do and think as things are instead of you know comparing what you have to what somebody else has and vice versa really asking yourself these three questions you know do i care about this simply because of the way people i think people are going to perceive it on social media or in real life and asking ourselves, do am i convincing myself i care about this because of social media or because of what somebody said to me in real life when I don't actually care about them. You know, what's authentic to me in terms of what I care about instead of trying to force myself to care about something or 
inadvertently forcing myself to care about something that isn't authentic to me just for the sake of approval or just for the sake of the way it looks to other people. And last but not least, am I doing this just for a specific person to see it? Am I doing this just to elicit a certain response? Am I doing this to prove something? Asking yourself that question when it comes to, you know, whether it's your presence on social media, whether it's decisions you're making in your own life, whether it's conversations you're having with other people, ultimately authenticity is not going to be, you know, rooted in comparison. And I think that if you can sit down and ask yourself these three questions, you can sort of get yourself to a place where you're approaching your real life and approaching using social media in a more authentic way instead of it being rooted in comparison because I think so many of the actual aspects of social media in and of itself sort of lend itself to comparison and it's sort of just a byproduct of being on social media because of the nature of seeing like the number of likes which I know that's kind of taken away in ways or seeing how many comments somebody gets or just seeing the highlights of somebody's life instead of you know seeing the full picture all of those types of things lend itself to comparison when you're using social media and the same is true of real life when you're around certain people all the time you're probably going to be more apt to compare yourself to them and if you can just stop and ask yourself these three things it can really help you have a more authentic approach when it comes to social media and just your real life in general and sort of getting to a place where you view things much more as is and like from a perspective of accepting yourself and embracing authenticity rather than being rooted in comparison. So hopefully this episode was helpful for you all and just gave you a little bit of a toolbox and perspective shift for when it comes to, you know, utilizing social media and just going about your day-to-day life and what you can do to sort of help yourself stop comparing and being so rooted in comparison. And I know that this is a very different approach to helping yourself with comparison because I feel like typically this just isn't what you hear when you listen to episodes or hear people talk about dealing with and working through comparison. But I ultimately, when I thought of those three questions and I thought of asking them to myself, I found that I was able to refresh my perspective. And that's what I think this is all about is just refreshing your perspective. Because once I was able to refresh my perspective, I wasn't, you know, comparing myself every time I saw someone on vacation or comparing myself to people who don't work a traditional job and, you know, aren't dreading going to work every single day and people who seem to have a very calm and slow lifestyle. And I found myself not really comparing as much once I asked myself those three questions because they helped me sort of get back on the path of authenticity rather than on the path of comparison when it comes to using social media and this episode I had initially like planned it to be geared towards comparison with social media and that's sort of my intention with this episode but I did want to try and point out real life applicable ways too um, just because I know you know some people just don't even have any social media which kudos to you if that's you but 
I wanted to try and tie it in there somehow. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode, but be sure to leave a review and follow the Instagram, which is just at in bloom podcast. Follow my personal Instagram if you want as well. It's always in the show notes and I post YouTube videos um, once a week as well. If you want other content from me and join the Emblem Podcast Facebook group. And I will talk to you all in my next episode.